Good morning. Thank you to everybody out there listening and tuning in. This is 99.1 Shop Radio. This is also the Keegan Stewart Sports Podcast. Excited to be with you for our very first episode. And also, I'm very excited for our first guest of the season, uh, Mr. Stacy Corley. Stacy Corley, a longtime friend in the family, lives in Grants, New Mexico, big sports guy. Love chatting up sports with him. So, Stacy, thank you so much for coming on the show. You're welcome, Keegan. Now, you know I brought some backup. I know you have probably a lot of computer analytics in front of you. Okay. I, I brought with me yeah. someone who knows probably more than you know okay. about the NBA. Yeah, please please introduce your backup to the show, Stacy. Please do. All right. So with me on the other line, I have my brother, Cal Corley. Cal, Cal is a graduate of um, Dakota Wesleyan where he played college football and has had a couple of kids play college uh, football as well. So, Cal... Good morning. Good morning. How you doing there, Keegan, Stacy, and uh, I appreciate you having me on the show. You know, there's just no show to have unless you got somebody that truly is a all-around sports fanatic, and that's what you got at me. So hey. let's roll. Very, very happy to have you on the show, Cal. And and Stacy, you mentioned Cal's uh, book, uh, football pedigree. We we got to we got to mention yours. You played uh, football at BYU as well, so. We, we got to let the crowd know about that. Not to mention you have uh, two kids that uh, play college sport. You have, your son plays football at New Mexico State, and, of course, your daughter plays tennis at the University of Arizona. So I want to go ahead and get that out there. Stacy and Cal, I want to jump around quite a bit today, but listen, the NBA playoffs start today, and so we gotta, we're primarily going to focus on some of that. But not, not only, we're going to get into some fun stuff that Stacy likes to argue with me about, so that's going to be good, too. But I want to ask ask each of you, and I'll tell you mine as well. What's the most interesting storyline for you going into these NBA playoffs? We'll start with you, Cal. For me, is that uh, you really take a look at OKC. You see all the firepower they've always had. They've always managed to have a, a, a tandem of three. They had uh, Westbrook. They had the beard. They 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 had uh, the tall uh, Texas. Uh, Longhorn shooter, and, and, um, and they're, they're playing for uh, Oakland right now, which is uh, Golden State. You all know who I'm talking about, the baddest man on the planet next to LeBron. But I want to tell you right now that they've continued to have all the the hype and all the uh, ability and, and all the players that they've had. What they need to keep searching for is just another coach. Because they ain't got anybody that knows how to coach these guys. And, and the beautiful thing is is that the Beard, he won the MVP. We all recognize that, right? We all understand that. Does that sound right? Yeah, that, that's agreed. That's fair. And we can get into more of that later. But, yes, I think that's pretty pretty accurate so far. Yeah. And, and so what the big thing is is all these players that, that, that OKC has managed to get their hands on, they've made other teams – uh, real true contenders when in fact the only problem in OKC is the coaching and so uh, that's why I bring all that up what I find to be the biggest uh, uh, storyline is that uh, you got all these players you got the beard the beard is going to carry the team through the west they're going to run into the east and uh, that's my prediction and and uh, without uh, uh, Kyrie Irving playing in the east it, that, that's up for grabs I mean, anybody could take that. Philly, the young boys could take it. Toronto, them boys, they, they took the East. Anybody could take it on the East this year. I still look for LeBron to still come through. That's where I'm at. 
Thanks, Cal. What's your, uh, what's your what's your most interesting storyline, Stacy? You know, for Cleveland to be in, I, I'm a West guy. You know, I'm a West guy. I'm, I'm not an East Coast guy specifically. I'm not a Cavalier fan. I, I think they're overrated. I, I think wherever LeBron goes, he buys the team. But for, the biggest story for me is for the Cavaliers to be a four seed. And you know, with their sporadic play, I know they have uh, Love back, but I, I, don't, I don't see. Cleveland making it out of the East this year. Uh, you, don't, you don't, you don't really quite know what he's talking about, Keegan. But go on ahead. And I will, I will tell you this, Stacy. You know, the last two years, I would have jumped all over that argument. I would have told you how you're grossly wrong by saying that. But listen, this year, since LeBron's return to Cleveland, that argument makes the most sense. The Cavaliers are 29th in defense. They don't defend. They're throwing different lineups around all the time. In fact, they just mentioned they're starting Jeff Green. They're adding him to the starting lineup, which is brand new. Cleveland, Cleveland's a wild card. Listen, the only thing we know about Cleveland is that they have the best player in the world. So, is that going to be enough this year in an East that's kind of bruised and battered? You mentioned Kyrie, Cal. Is that going to be enough to, to ultimately go, go to the finals? I, I'm not sure. Listen, I think it is. I think it is. I think LeBron is at his offensive peak of his powers, and he's going to be able to carry them. But only time will tell. This is the less, this is the least certain I've ever been about LeBron getting to the finals. And here, here's what you guys have to understand: <clears throat> LeBron has been to the finals every year I've been in middle school, every year I've been in high school, and every year I've been in college. I'm a junior in college right now. Come on, how incredible is that? Man, that's incredible. How old are you, young buck? I'm 20, 21 you like years old. Is, man. Yeah, 21 years 21 old. 21 years old. See, and, and, then, and then you got this other guy on the phone who you uh, gave all the accolades to earlier, <laughs> which is Stacy. And I'm going to tell you, he doesn't really quite understand the NBA. All he does is become a hater each and every year as LeBron continues to show up in the finals. Okay. And how are you going to have the greatest man on the planet not show up in the finals? No matter where he's been, no matter what he's done, and you still a hater? No, man, you don't get it. Here's the deal. I, I think at the end of the day, we all have to agree that every team that he's made, or the team, the teams lately in his career, have been made teams. Now, you ask me for what my opinion of the biggest story is. You're right. He's been in the playoffs for the last decade, but he's not going to make the playoffs this year, and that's going to be a big story. It's going to be a different face. You know, I, and as far as the West is concerned, I have my concerns about uh, Golden State. Yeah. Even though Golden State reigns threes with Durant, uh, I think the fact that they're injured as of late, unless we're going to get some great play from Draymond Green, I think Golden State's in, in trouble, and I think the door is going to be open for for uh, OKC. And that's what, and that, that segues perfectly, Stacy, because that's what my most interesting storyline is. Listen. These Golden State Warriors suddenly are not the favorites to go back. And listen, if these Golden State Warriors are healthy and are, are you know, they're as a unit like they've been in the past, nobody's supposed to beat these guys. Come on. Nobody is supposed to beat the two best shooters in the league with arguably the best scorer in Kevin Durant. Hey, come on, you're going to tell me they have the best defender in the league too? With Dr nobody is, Draymond Green, nobody is supposed to beat these guys. It's just not fair. Now, Houston has just completely uh, overperformed all expectations. And the way these guys have played have made everybody kind of scratch their head and say, wait a second, 
And now, as you mentioned, Callie and Stacey, you guys both mentioned, the Warriors are kind of injured. The Warriors are kind of injured. Curry's missing the first round. So my most interesting storyline is, is, that, is that matchup that's looming, and I guarantee you both we're going to see it, Golden State Warriors, Houston Rockets, Western Conference Finals. It, it's only yeah, a matter of time. Yeah, but Houston prevailing. Houston prevailing, that's right. Tell me, tell me why, Cal. Tell me why you see Houston. Okay, let me, let me, let me, let me be more specific, Cal. Stephen Curry comes back in the second round, okay, and he and he looks pretty good. Let's say he looks pretty good, and the Warriors look like the team that beat the Cavs in in five last year. Okay, tell me what it is about this Houston Rockets team with Harden and CP and all these three point shooters that is better than that juggernaut Warriors team over the last couple of years. Let me tell you, because not only uh, did the Beard have something to prove this year, but the whole team, the whole organization has everything to prove. Man, let me tell you, when you win that NBA title, how difficult it is to keep repeating and repeating. And let me tell you, man, they have uh, laid back. They haven't had the firepower this year that you really want to see in a full championship team. Yeah, I know they can hit some threes, but everybody else has so can the Beard hit threes. And they are an unselfish team. They allow the Beard to play the game that he wants to play. That's what's so great about the NBA. See, so I don't, I can't follow uh, Stacy's logic and how he laid it down because it just sounds like a, a textbook college basketball. This ain't college. This is this is the pros and the pros. They let the people play the power of the mightiest, like LeBron, like like the Beard. Even like Steph Curry, they get to play the game that they are made to play. And because of that, you're going to see some real good things from Houston. And I look for them to, to succeed. And that's just what's going to happen. And all the people out there that's listening, uh, just mark my words. You know, get your money ready. Do what you got to do because it's going to be Houston that's going to be there. And it's going to be the Cleveland Cavaliers that they're going to have to try to get through. That's what I truly believe. That's where I'm at. How many games you know, does Houston, Houston definitely be? is the deepest team. Houston is definitely the deepest team with uh, Tucker and Pella down at center in the forward position. They're definitely the deep, deepest team. But the, the issue that I have with Golden State this year is, is exactly that. Curry is hurt. And, you know, when you go, when you, when you have teams coming back from late injuries, uh, when, when you take a look at what happened in Philly back when they had the receiver, T.O., in a, in a, in a, here we go. You have an athlete, <laughs> you have an athlete join a team late. It throws off the team's chemistry. You got to remember when Steph was hurt two years ago. How it throws off the team's sure. chemistry. Sure. You know, I, OKC is OKC is relatively healthy. Uh, Houston's very healthy, but everybody in the East, even from Kyrie on down, they're beat up. Yeah, well, it's, it's going to be, I follow you, I hear what you're saying. And, you know, you name them players and stuff like you know who all own Houston and everything. I know you're using the computer trying to figure out all these players. I want you to know right now, man, when it comes to NBA, you got to talk about, you got to truly, truly talk about the, the stars, the players, the guys that have made the biggest impact. And, and when you're talking about OKC, you can't even go to OKC and really know exactly what they're going to do. they got some great players, yes. Can they play defense when they feel like it? But do they have a coaching? No, they don't. Are they surrounded by an organization that is a true all-the-way winners? No, they are not. But the Houston team has done something different in the last couple of years, and they have brought everybody around them. they got a good front office, and it's going to be a, a fantastic thing to see what happens in the West. Now, what about the East? You don't have to worry about 
who is in <laughs> charge of the East. Well, since you know so much about Houston, tell us uh, who's in their front office. Well, I, I will tell you, uh, I don't know. Stacey's you know why good, I don't know? Because, because I'm a LeBron fan. Yeah. I'm a LeBron. I'm a LeBron man. I, I believe in following a man who is the greatest on the planet. I'm just telling you that 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 right now he's afraid to say anything <laughs> against LeBron because he's got hopes that LeBron will go to the Lakers in the off season. It ain't gonna happen. And you know what? I'm gonna let you know. You're gonna get an opportunity. Everybody gonna get an opportunity to learn who all is in the front office of Houston because that's where LeBron is gonna wind up. He's gonna wind up in Houston. Ooh, Everybody who's listening, you mark that today. That's where you're gonna see LeBron next year in Houston. I like that transition, Cal. Before we get to that transition, I. I want to talk about where LeBron's going next year. Cal, how many games does Houston beat the Warriors in real quick? And they beat them in four games. Four we games. We all know that. Four games. Yeah. Wow. Four. They beat four games. Wow. We yeah. all know that. All NBA uh, fans and, and everybody, they know that. Okay, so let's move forward. We just, we just talked about it briefly. Cal, has LeBron going to Houston next summer in free agency? Stacy, where do you have him going? You know, it wouldn't surprise me if he landed up in Houston. I mean, Houston's already a made team. That's what he does. He's like a locust. He goes someplace where they're already made at this point in his career, and he pads his stats, and he's looking for more rings. He can't stay in Cleveland. He, he doesn't have what it takes at this point in his career to just make do with what he has. Now, better people, now better people make people around them better. He's got to go where there are already better people. That's, That's why he went to Miami. That's fine. That's why he went to Miami. Miami was loaded. And he bought, he bought uh, Bosch and other players with him. Uh, I mean, you had Ray Allen go there. You had a lot of people. So it, it wouldn't surprise me that this guy would defect and go to Houston. So is that where you, is, you agree with Calvin? Is, is that where you have him going? He's going to either go to Houston or Golden State or somewhere oh where they're goodness. already making. He's not going he, to he Golden State. Yeah, he, he threw Golden State in there. He threw that in there. He knows darn well they ain't going to no Golden State. No, he ain't going to no Listen, Golden fellas, State. I'll, no, I'll, he want him to go to the Lakers. I'll, yeah, he probably wants him to go to the Lakers. I thought that's what he was going to say. I'll tell you. I'll tell you where the most the most likely he is to end up if it was tomorrow. You guys ready? Philadelphia Seventy yeah, yeah, Sixers, and let me tell you why. Okay. Uh, and I'll tell you why this is better than Houston. And Stacy's partly right uh, with his unfair criticisms of LeBron with this area. Look, if he goes to Houston, he is welcoming the same kind of criticism that all of us gave to Kevin Durant. Just open door. Hey, you tell me the same thing that everyone said about Kevin Durant. Go to the best team. Go join the best. No, I don't like that. Listen, Philly gives him an opportunity to do something where he can't, that he cannot do at other places, and that is age gracefully. Look, Ben Simmons is going to be an animal in this league, and we've already seen what Joel Embiid can do. Listen, they've already got some shooters there. They're going to add some more pieces. LeBron can go to Philly, and in the next four and five years, if he starts aging, we've we've seen no signs of that yet. If this man starts aging, he can kind of age gracefully. He can kind of say, "Hey, Embiid, you you go carry us tonight. Hey, Simmons, watch. Let me teach you this. You you go get us. You go get us some buckets tonight." And he can kind of just fade back. And and you know what? At the same time, while he's fading back, Cal, he he's going to be competing for championships. He's going to be you getting know, championships. That's why I haven't gone. 
I respect your show, and I really love listening to it, but I'm going to be the first one to tell you, you almost had me there. But for you to be able to sit here and talk as if he's going to be able to go to Philly, that's just absurd. I'm going to tell you right now that that's impossible. They would not take and, and, and throw the greatest man in the planet, which I will say that's what he is, into the mix of those young boys. Them young boys got it going on without him. It would be a... Uh, a distraction that would cause a problem on that team with all the young talent and everything that they have fought through through the years to bring this type of team together. I don't see that. I know that uh, that's easy to say because they win and you see all these great things. You want to throw that in there, but that's an impossible thing. I don't think it's that's impossible. what would never I, happen. I, here's here's I, the question that I have. You know, when you take a look at where he's got to go, you've got to also start analyzing what team has the salary cap to accept LeBron James. Right, right. Because LeBron has proven at this point he's not taking less money. He, he doesn't have that inside of him that you see in Tom Brady. I'm going to accept less money. He doesn't have oh, inside of him. Now we got to Larry Tom Bird. Brady. Now we got to <laughs> Larry Tom Bird. Brady. Hey, just hold on what you see in Larry Bird. Larry Bird accepted less money. He doesn't have that. LeBron is out for LeBron. So yeah. we also have to take a look at where he's going to go and what teams have salary cap allowances to allow to pay Stacy, one of the years in Miami, Bosch, Wade, and LeBron all said, "Hey, we're taking we're taking pay cuts. Let's play for 15 mil this year. Significant. Listen, LeBron's making more money in that was Nike. the last year. Yeah, that, that was the that last was year. Last year. That's correct. Yeah, but you said he did not. No, that that was the last year. And then right after that, where did LeBron go? He went to Cleveland. And what did he what did he require when he got to Cleveland? The money. He did get a, he did get a big pay. He deserved that. And listen, and listen, all that nonsense aside, Philly can pay him and Houston can pay him. But I have a question for Cal because he questions Philly. But I think there's something in Houston that is a bigger question mark to me. Look, does James Harden want to play with him? James Harden is a guy who's finished second in the MVP voting the last two years, is going to finish first in the MVP voting this year. Look, I'm assuming, Cal, James Harden believes that he's the best player in the world, not LeBron. Why Why would he want LeBron, another ball-dominant player, to come in and, 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 and affect something? You know, look, they're already first place in the West. I, I don't think it's a good fit. Hey, listen, Chris Paul's a ball-dominant guard, too. I'm surprised that's worked out. I know that I know Chris Paul and LeBron are friends. I just don't know. I, I just don't see that whole dynamic working out. I, and, and listen, you said Philly's young. Philly's not that young. Ben Simmons is young. Joel Embiid's working on his fifth or sixth year. They got J.J. Redick over there. He's not that's, young. That's young legs. That's young legs right there. See, son, you, you ain't got to this 45, 50-year-old age. <laughs> you don't know what these legs feel like. I'm telling you, that's young. And then on top of it, all the sportscasters, everybody that's in America that have been just proclaiming and saying that that LeBron is the best man on the planet. Every newscaster, everybody you speak to, hey, people want to play with LeBron. People want LeBron to come with them. I just don't think that Philly would be helping those young bucks if they threw LeBron in there with them. They got it going on right now. They could very well be the ones playing for the championship, but I still look for LeBron them to come through. Here's the question I have for you, Keegan. What's your take on free agency as a whole? Hey, you know, free agency. Uh, Cal, Keegan, Keegan, what's your take on on uh, free agency? On just NBA free agency? Yeah. It's wildly entertaining. 
for us as fans. It's wildly entertaining. It makes the NBA stretch not from you know seven month season. We got a and we're looking at a ten or eleven month NBA season where our eyes are glued to the TV. Now, if you're asking, what do I think about you know just the overall dynamics of it, how it works, how it affects the league? I think it's good. I think there's a certain balance that allows teams to acquire multiple stars, multiple great players, and and you know the salary cap kind of restricts that. If you go on the salary cap, as Dan Gilbert in Cleveland knows, you got to pay the fines. But listen, I I think I think free agency's good, but I think Kevin Durant kind of hurt it very badly on July 4th of 2016 when he just completely ruined the entire balance of the league. Yeah, what what are you asking about free agency exactly, Stacy? Okay, I can buy that. I, I can buy that, but I, I think it was I think it was damaged way before KD. I mean, you got to remember before KD went, of course, we had the I'm taking my talents to interview, right? Man, this guy is a hater does of that, LeBron. Yeah, does that bother? Does that interview bother you, Stacy? <laughs> well, I'm taking my talent. So I, I mean, we can lay it on KD if you if we want to say, hey, this is the guy who destroyed free agency and the fun of it for the fans and for everybody. Yeah, he did. But I mean, LeBron took his yeah. talent and he took his and he took players with him. No, well, listen, I'll tell you this right now, and I've told this to 100 people over the last two years. What LeBron did and what Kevin Durant did is oranges and apples incredibly different. LeBron did not go join the team that beat him in the Eastern Conference Finals when LeBron's team had them down 3-1. to one. And, and not to mention, the team that KD joined, guess what? They had just won the most games ever won in an NBA regular season. They beat your boy Michael Jordan's record. They won 73 games. That's the team, right, that, so KD, that's the team that KD joined. <laughs> vastly different. Vastly different. Now, I think all of us have been to OKC. And we've also been to California. Who would want to go to California? That's like leaving Cleveland and going to Miami. Sometimes it's a lifestyle change. Yeah. Yeah, well, sometimes it's a cowardly move too, and it hurts the whole NBA. I don't know. I don't. I don't like it. Hey, listen. I want to. I want to move on. The next thing I want to do, and I want to start with me and Stacy going at it, Cal. I want you to jump in after we get get into it a little bit. I want to talk about this debate that's really taken place and taken over the sports media world over the last two years. Ever since really LeBron came back from that three-one deficit, I want to. I want to talk about this. Who's better, LeBron James or Michael Jordan? Go ahead, Stacy. Well, I think you know. I, I think it's hard to. I think that's hard to talk about in today's world because all we are taking a look at is what's happening currently, what records are being broken currently. The NBA was a different life, a different way of life back in the day. LeBron hasn't had to go through the the bad boys in Detroit. LeBron didn't have to go through uh, Boston when they had Bird in his height, in his in his uh, in his youth. Jordan, then, Jordan didn't have to go yeah. through the Warriors. Jordan didn't have to go through the Spurs. Jordan didn't have to go through KG, Rayon, Paul Pierce. You know, it, I don't know. It's the same thing. Same yeah, thing. All, those guys, all those guys were on the West Coast, right? Okay. So before we can go and play for championships, you've got to come out of your conference. And Jordan did that. He did that greatly. But, um, you know, and he did it with the same team, right? He, when, you, when you have players like Luke Longley, in my opinion, uh, and he makes Luke Longley a better player, and he's made a lot of those players on that Bulls team better players. Uh, for me, 
I, I think Jordan is the better player. I think LeBron can't make anyone around him better. He has to go get somebody oh, else to goodness. be better. And that's where that that's the most wrong thing that you've said since you've been on the show. LeBron makes his teammates better better than anybody ever has in the history of the sport. Well, you know, y'all are both talking as if uh, the players that we got today truly match up with the players. Michael Jordan definitely cemented his uh, legacy in time with all that he has done. But I will tell you, uh, just in, in uh, pointing out a couple of things Stacy said about Larry Bird and different players, and how long did them players play? First of all, it's going to take LeBron to, what, have to play 20 years in order for him to be able to say that, hey, he was the greatest man on the planet. And it has nothing, nothing to do with 20 years. The game, we, we all have to agree. We're all intelligent individuals. We all watch the game. We all have to agree the game was different then than it is now. I mean, you go back and you look at the Jordan rule. You look at how guys got checked. You can't check today's players like that. They wouldn't last as long as Bird. I mean, those players were, were different caliber of players. They were more physical. You gotta admit that. Cal, I have a serious. Jordan played in that era. Cal, I have a serious question about what you just inquired about. Listen, you're you're talking about man. It, it took LeBron 20 years to get to those records. Why would that longevity be a negative on his career rather than a positive? Come on, man. I mean, this guy oh, okay, is in so, year 15. So I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that that would be a nigga. I'm saying that the people that are haters, as we got Stacy on the line, he is saying the things he's, he's pointed about LeBron, it would take that for people who dislike LeBron to be able to say, okay, I'll give him his due, yeah. when in fact he is the greatest man on the planet. And uh, had his talent been available during the time of Michael Jordan uh, and those people, it would have been a whole different story. Hey. There's everybody in this world that has watched the game from the very beginning. Most people don't know who the stilt is. Most people don't know who uh, the Iceman is. So people don't know that because they weren't around during that era. But them were some of the greatest players to ever play. Everybody has their time. And today, the time is for LeBron and, uh, and, and the Cavaliers. And, and mark my words, who's going to be in the finals? It's going to be Houston, and it's going to be the Cavs, and it's going to be the Cavs that's going to prevail. Man, I hope you're right. Here's my thing, fellas. There, there is one thing, in my opinion, that LeBron, that that Michael Jordan has over LeBron James, and we all know what it is. It's those three extra championship rings that he has. But, but my man on Fox Sports One, Nick Wright, raised a very interesting point yesterday. Listen, when comparing all-time great players. We as we as sports fans didn't start looking at the number of rings until it came to Michael Jordan over LeBron James. Because look, if we're gonna do the rings conversation, uh, how about Bill Russell, Stace? How about how about Robert Ory with seven Robert rings? Ory? Yeah, like like come on. It, and look, here's a serious comparison, and I really like this one. If you want to compare Kareem, no, if you want to compare Wilt Chamberlain to Bill Russell, that's a legitimate conversation, right? That You can have a real, factual, good debate about who's better between, between those two men. Listen, one of them has 11 championships, one of them has two, okay? This, okay. this, whole, ring, this whole ring thing is being the only, only reason that Jordan is elevated over LeBron needs needs to stop it's ridiculous and the fact that lebron gets punished for going all the way to the finals and then losing 
It, it's just absurd to me. Jordan didn't. Jordan got bounced in the playoffs his first six years. Stacey, you mentioned the bad boys. All the bad boys gave this man nightmares. He couldn't get past the Pistons. Three years in a row, he couldn't get past the Pistons. Not to mention that after he finally won, won, then he got his second and his third. This man retired. Then he, then, then he got messed up and went and played a little bit of baseball. Yeah. He, he, so here's, Cal, so here's Cal. a question for you. Here's a question for you. Then why, why don't we compare Jordan to Russell? Or why don't we compare Jordan to Ori? We compare these two yeah. guys because they play, they play very similar positions, and they are, the, they are two great athletes. Okay. That's why we compare them. Mm-hmm. So we're not bringing all that in. I, I mean, for that matter, why don't we talk about when, when football rolls around, why don't we talk about what Jim Kelly did at Buffalo compared to to Tom Brady, four in a row. Yeah, I mean, we for, we forget that. So, in my book, that's where LeBron falls. Where? I mean, winners win. Winners win. And, and there's no doubt in that. Winners win. So we're comparing these two athletes. Hey, one has rings and one doesn't. One found a way inside the confines of his team to make those guys better and get rings. I'm happy that you say that because a lot of people did get carried along. Uh, and Robert Ory is one of them. He set a niche on most teams that teams did not have. That's why he wears those, and that's why nobody talks about yeah, but we're not him. Talking he about Rory. Rory. He we're not talking about Robert Ory, and we're not talking about Bill Russell, and we're not talking about these comparisons. We're talking about two guys. That's Jordan and James. Okay. We're talking about these two guys. Yeah. One has rings and one doesn't. Hey, yo, this right? is like, this one, is figure, all... one figure out a way. One figure out a way to stay with one franchise and make everyone else around them better. Okay. The other figured out a way how to leave the franchise and go get players to make everyone better. So, you know, in my book, the question was asked to me. Oh, it's Jordan all day. I, I, oh, man, I, I feel for you. Go ahead, Cal. I feel for him. I feel for him, Keegan. I feel for him from the standpoint that uh, he's still lost in time. He's still hanging. You're probably wearing some some Jordans right now. I, I I don't know what else to tell you other than that era was for him. He did great things. He paved the way. But in everything that we do, we don't uh, regress. We move forward. And that's exactly what the NBA did with free agency. That's what the front offices, the owners, everybody did. The players. Well, good for him. Good for him. He jumped teams. He went other places. Well, then let's just simply count rings. Right? If we're going to compare these two players, and we're not comparing Robert Ory, we're not comparing uh, Paris, we're not comparing all these guys, we're comparing two guys. I'd be, happy, I'd, be ha- I'd be happy to come back let's just count and the count those rings with you when, when the best man on the planet decides he wants to hang them up. Yeah. But, but I guarantee yeah. you he is doing you things. A, you got a four seed. Hey, you got a hey. four seed rolling into this year's playoffs. And, 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 and still predicted to win. And if, and if it does, it's going to come at a physical price. Mark my words. Okay, we go. We go. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna take. Not, I'm gonna take. Number one is not playing number eight. <laughs> number one is not playing number eight this year, or the or, or like he did last year, or or the year before. Number one's not playing number eight or number seven. Number he's a four seed. So let's take a look at historically what have four seeds done in the NBA to win championships. Lay it up. Tell me. Tell well, me. Because this gonna be this is gonna be made this year. We'll see. We'll see. Listen, he could be. He could be, he, he could be the eight seed. They're getting. They're They're going to get there. Okay. He could be the seven seed. It, it doesn't matter. You. If you look no. at everything that happened to their team this year, it's amazing that they're a four seed. LeBron's been incredible. He's arguably the MVP. If Harden didn't lead the Rockets to to you know the, the season that they've had, I have one question before we kind of move on. Listen, Jordan retired after those first three. Right. You mentioned he goes play baseball. 
listen, I'm kind of I'm kind of on this little theory, looking at history, doing some research, that this man this man knew that those rockets were coming. Hakeem Olajuwon, you know, Kenny the Jet. Do you guys think that if Jordan didn't retire, that Olajuwon and them would have would have beat the Bulls in the finals? I think Jordan would have had more rings. I mean, you got to look. You got to take a look at when twenty-three comes back and he's wearing the number forty-five, and things are different. We all got to. We all have to admit it took Michael a while to find his step back, to find that groove back, to find that J back, right? And and Michael wasn't without injury. He's you got to remember he had the the devastating injury. What two years into his career? Three years into his career. Michael has played against adversity, and he's had adversity. LeBron has done nothing but run from problems. Things aren't right in Cleveland. He runs. Things aren't right anymore in Miami. He runs. That's Let's see what number four does. <laughs> I sure hope you don't get him on the Lakers, man. And you're trying to hide. Like, he's going he gonna to come out next year, Keegan, trying to act like he's a Laker fan. I'm so happy that, that you are a hater and that the whole world realizes that. So it's going to be that much more painful. It's going to be painful for you when they win. It's going to be sick. <laughs> so what were you going to say, Cal? You think the Rockets would have won? I think the Rockets could have won. I think that every uh, player has his day when it comes time to hang up the shoes. You remember seeing Muhammad Ali sitting on the bench when he was 40-some years old, getting the, 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 his head kicked in, fighting and boxing. And, and I'm going to tell you right now, Every athlete has a time when they got to hang them up. The knees don't feel right. The hands don't feel right. I just don't have the desire. I don't see that in Jordan. And he played up to the point in his particular area, era where people were playing about that amount of time, playing uh, pro basketball. But things have changed, man. These young kids have, have evolved. And because of that, you're going to see some long-term play. And... Uh, and uh, it has to take a major injury for these guys to quit. I mean, look at the the, uh, the kid in, uh, in, in in San Antonio, the point guard. Didn't he have a devastating injury, and he's at the end of his career, and yet he still rehabs and is still playing? No. It, it, these kids are different in, in today's world. They have evolved. So do I think that uh, Houston would have beat them back in that day, back during that time? You bet. They would have got a beatdown. Man knew when to quit. He's a very marketable man. He's made his money. He's made his mark in this world, even in the sports world as a whole. I'm telling you right now that we're going to experience something about King James. That's his name. (laughs) That's right. King James. You're going to see something different one day. I think Akeem and them would have won too. Okay, fellas, moving into our last segment here, and this this can, this doesn't have to run super long. We can do this pretty quick. I want all of us to go around and, and listen. I know, Stacey, you're gonna wish I gave you a heads up on this so we can get our our pins and our Google out. But we're gonna go around off top of our head. We're gonna say our starting lineup all-time team okay so you're gonna need it doesn't have to be position position but you should probably have a you know at least a couple bigs to support your three you know perimeter players out there so i i, I could start out unless one of you guys wants to go first I'm gonna, I'm, gonna to I'm gonna defer to you keegan all right all right i'll start out so obviously first i'm running my point guard is going to be magic johnson okay there you go. So, you, huge point guard. We're going to see him run it. Uh, number two, listen, I want, a, I want a team that's able to shoot 
but that's crazy long and athletic. I'm going to go against my better judgment and a guy against who I'm not a huge fan of and go ahead and put Kevin Durant at my two. You're like, what at the two? Yes, at the two. LeBron at the three. So just go ahead and picture that. My outside perimeter players, Magic, Kevin Durant, and LeBron James. Ridiculous. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and skip to my five. I want Shaq in his prime. Shaquille O'Neal right there in the thick of his prime. And number four, I really want to spread the floor, and I want to beat you the way that teams are beating people today. Give me Dirk Nowitzki in his prime. Let's spread it out and shoot it. That team would not get beat. Who's next? Uh, let me go ahead and step in there. You picked a couple of players I would have jumped all on, one of them being Shaq. But I would have at the, at the main top position and all that, I'd have Jabbar. At running the point, I would have Westbrook, I would have LeBron, and I would have KD. And that would be a devastating team. Let's see. Is that four, Cal? Need one more? That's five. Westbrook, That's five. Westbrook KD, LeBron, Jabbar. Jabbar and Shaq. Oh, and Shaq. That's right. Five. Yeah, that, that is a ridiculous team right there. Stacey? Man, that team would walk all over you. You wouldn't even know what to do. <laughs> you wouldn't. You you'd be out there trying to hack a shack. That's what you would be trying to do. Probably I'm so. telling you, that's a devastating team. Probably so. Stacy's got his pin well, out, Cal. Well, one, I would definitely have Magic Johnson, hands down. Two, I would have Michael Jordan. Three, I would have Elgin Baylor. Oh, you dig or, somebody out. You dig somebody out. Everybody's got to go get their Google. They got to go get their Google. I'm fine with that. I mean, it's the day of the, the computer. Or, four, I would have Kevin Durant. Five, I'd have Shaquille O'Neal. Wow, I like it. Let me ask I you. Th- let me ask you this though. You take Elgin Elgin Baylor over LeBron? I would. Yeah, because he's, he's a, a hater. LeBron fan. Because he's a hater. That's that's no, that's Bill Keegan. You a hater? You hate AJ. No, because I'm, I'm not a LeBron fan. No, that, that's fan. completely fair, Stacey. You're asking me to build a basketball team. It is subjective to your opinion. That's fair. Yeah, you left him off. You're not a fan. I, I understand. <laughs> not, I'm so, not a fan. So, so, Jerry, so he just throw away. He just throw away. See, you, you would be in last place. We just need a few more people to put yeah. some teams together. I, I'm just I'm just picking guys that win rings. That's all. You can pick them all you want. At the end of the day, he doesn't have rings. Yeah, he's got some rings, and he's going to get some more. There are a lot of players out there that have played for a long time. Chris Mullen. He's going to get some more. I think think that is a great spot to go ahead and conclude and wrap up our show. Uh, Stacy Corley, Cal Corley, I am very thankful for you guys and very uh, glad that you guys were able to come on the show and talk some sports with me today. I had a great time. Hey, man, right. it was good. Thanks. Look forward to football season. We oh, my here. goodness, here we go, football. <laughs> Thanks, Keegan, for the NBA go Cowboys. Uh, conversation. Absolutely. Hey, you guys have a great day and have a good time watching you the playoffs too. this weekend. Thanks. All right. See you. This has been the Keegan Stewart Sports Podcast on 99.1 Chap Radio, KLCTLP, Lubbock, Texas. Had a great time with those guys. Uh, look for my show next week. I'm going to get another guest on the show. We'll see what's going on in the first round of the playoffs, and it's going to be a great time. Thank you very much for listening. Hi, I'm Holly Gokris from Anchorage, Alaska. You are listening to 99.1.